Welcome to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. The place where dreams come true. Oh my goodness, you are Canada's Drag Race dream come true. I know, and I want to say that you're a nightmare, but I'm trying this thing where I'm trying to be nicer to you. So let me think. Go ahead. And you are... And you are... Don't, don't, don't. You're going to hurt yourself. I'm a living nightmare. I can own that. I cannot believe the season is almost over. But guess what, Alec? It ain't over until I say it's over. Well, let's talk about it today on the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. So you know what? I uh I before we even get into things, I just want to know just a simple simple question. Yeah. How was your day, beautiful? My day's been fine. You know, I'm a simple housewife and mother. I uh just simple. Simple, uh, simple, uh, just simple. simple, simple. Um I cleaned <laughs> house, I went to therapy, I chanted Ooh. my Namyoho Renge. What did you chant? Namyoho Renge kyo. I'm a Nichiren um Buddhist. Like Tina Turner. <laughs> I, feel, I feel so much better already. No, today's been a really fun day. I love today. I, I'm excited to talk about this episode of, um, you know, of, a, of, a, of Drag Race because it was a ju- juicy one. Mm-hmm. And also, I just sat in my room all day in the dark just filming content. I blocked my window. Oh, my gosh. I saw the backdrop. I'm, I'm going to release some YouTube content. Mm. It's just one of those things where the grind is back to grinder. And I'm looking for now, baby. Yeah, but I mean, isn't that good? Wouldn't you prefer that? Yeah, I like it this way. Yeah. I mean, I go through waves. And I don't know if you go through waves. I'm like, I can be like the hardest workest, workest, per- hardest workest, the hardest workest person. The hardest Or workest sometimes person. I just want to lay in my bed and eat chips and, and eat Doritos and cry. Mm-hmm. But happy cry because I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like sadness, but it's happiness. No, but I mean, that's why... Your career will have legs because you are doing the grind. I like doing the grind, but I also need a, an equal amount of chips and crying time. I, I, right. it, it, it's it, so important. Yeah, you have to refill the well. I mean, you can't you can't give what you don't have. So um, you're, you're totally filming content agree. right now. I watched your video. You know, I stalk you on the Instagrams. And it looks like you're going you're going away. You're going on a, a, a very exciting trip. <gasps> I get to go to Bing Bang Bong in the UK. <laughs> My gosh, that's so I'm exciting. I'm gonna land at the Bing Bang Bong airport and I get to go to the UK. I'm playing Drag Fest with Simone and Candy Muse. Now what is Drag Fest? Is that like DragCon? No, it's it's a music festival. It's like the Coachella of Drag. Okay. I have to ask, how are they gonna do that safely? In the UK. So the UK the UK's open. So when I go, hopefully I'll be vaccinated by them. Okay. And if I'm not, I'll have to quarantine for two weeks in a hotel, get tested, and then go perform. Well, I don't want to raise so on your parade. So that's what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. I know. But there's there's an uptick in the UK right now. So uh, please be careful. You're my only granddaughter. I will. I worry. I know. <laughs> but I mean, that's you know. so exciting. I want to go to England. Come with me. Do you know a lot of folks in England? I do. I have a lot of friends yeah. there, and now I know like a bunch of the drag race girls there, which is so exciting. I'm so excited to have my chips and crying time over there. Mm-hmm. But speaking of somebody who had a lot of chips and crying time, Olivia Lux got sent home, and now we have a top four. She got sent home. Was that a surprise to you? 
nah, when it's your time, it's your time. And I thought it was her time. And that's, you know, number five is a great time to go home. Cheryl Hull went home, number five. Right. Lemon went home, number five. Oh, wow. Olivia Lux went home, number five. There's something about that number five spot. Oh, Ahura went home, that number five. There has There's to be, something yeah. about that. There's some juju. There's a juju, hmm. black magic, sorcery on the number five. I don't know what it is. It would be interesting to see a compilation of queens who are all number five queens. The queens talk about their track records, and Candy has one win, the roast. Gottmik has two wins, the ball and snatch game, which surprised me. I thought that she had won more than that, but um, I'm fine. Rosé has three (laughs) wins, the Rusical Branding Mm -hmm. Challenge and Henny. uh, The Rusical Branding Challenge and Henny, I Shrunk the Drag Queens. Simone has four. Yep. Simone has four, but we've also I just... didn't. Oh, go ahead. I didn't realize that Simone had four. I'm I'm obsessed. Like you better fucking work, Simone. You better win all the fucking right. All the all the giggery. The, the season's been so long, which I really love how long it's been. I know we joke about it often, yes. but I love how long, long it's been because I've fallen in love with everybody. You kind of forget about a track re- re- record, and you're kind of just like watching everybody live their life and Simone winning four over the course of this of 13 episodes like yes it's gone on so long I don't even remember the four that she won she won um the Hallmark Mm -hmm. the Rumark challenge where they had to do the Hallmark movie um I know that she won um I I don't know the beaded challenge did she win that branding makeover just icon after icon after icon after icon and Rose and Gomic have never had to lip sync for their life. They've never been in the bottom two, mm. which I don't think is, you know, if this is when this is when the girls get a little catty because they're trying to be like, oh, well, girl, you did this and I won that. And guess what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't Dimity matter. won four challenges going into uh, the uh, the finale of UK Drag Race. And it didn't matter. It didn't matter. doesn't matter. How many doesn't did matter. you win? <laughs> I won two challenges, hun, and then I won the crown. So you better. And I was in the bottom twice. And I still won. So you better. Yeah. Yeah. It really is all about the alchemy of that final episode. But going into it, um, I I have my favorites, clearly. I'm I'm Team Simone and Team Gottmik. Because I I, Gottmik's, both of their runways have been absolutely fabulous in this endless season. Um, Always memorable. Um, I don't always remember Rosé's drag. Oh, I think she's okay. I think she's super, super talented. Um, uh, we'll talk about her her looks in in and at the end of this uh, episode. But I, I I don't know. I think she's super, super talented. Uh, Candy is just an undeniable personality that will no doubt have a future after this because people will just want to hear that voice in person. I love Candy. I think that it's going to be really, really cool to see, you know, who gets the crown. Like, I do know that Simone and Gottmik are fan faves all across the board. But there's no reason why the crown can't go on Rosé's head or Candy's head. And you know what? I would be happy. I would sit there and be happy. Really? I mean, I do have my Gottmik merch to wear for when the finale is happening. But that's because I'm Gottmik's friend. Do you know her personally? We talk. We giggle. We gossip. No way. And I'm yeah, totally fangirling when, right now. When, yeah, like like one of the queens that just calls me to see what what's up, which I which I really like. So there's like a more of a genuine friendship there. So I'm biased. Mm. But now where did you I'm two not meet? biased about how sick I want to hear all about it. We we met we met when when she entered the workroom. Like I just met message her on Instagram and was like, I heard you're incredible, like let's 
talk and then we started chatting she's like are you in LA and I was like yeah and then we started we hung out when I was in LA a bunch of times and we just got along so well and she likes to drink and I like to drink and baby those shots of vodka yeah we were yeah. trashed it was so much fun so they do interviews with Rude and Michelle. What did you think of the interviews? This is my favorite part of the whole series because I love when we give them space to tell their stories in an interview. Yes. But it's not through a confessional or yes. in a trauma room. So what did you think of these conversations? So um, Gottmik, I remember, was one of the first people who went out and clearly Rue likes her a lot, like laughed at everything she yep. said. And I think that that was, like, a, a good moment for all of us to see. You know, we, we like charm, we like wit, and it was really, really cool. Um, it's also, I just love seeing Rue and Michelle, like, let this contestant into their circle. Because Rue and Michelle kind of have this, like, you know, they're, the, they're, they're, I wouldn't say they're, they're the mean girls. No, but, but, but they're, they're behind like the, the fortress. Kids in high that, school. Yeah, that judge's table. They're behind they're the like, fortress. Yeah. They're like the po- the popular kids in high school, so mm. it's kind of like it's kind of cool to see see them like interview to see if they're gonna let them sit at the cafeteria table, yeah. you know. And 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 it's it's really really interesting to see that their friendship in that light. So I think it, it brings out a lot of people. I love that interview and got making candy were hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, Rose what was very serious and, and Simone like there's just so much story to cover, right? And it's like it's not enough. It's simply not enough. We need more time. We need another season. Like every year, I kind of say, oh, here we go again. They're going to run out of ideas or it's, uh, maybe this is the season where it loses steam. And it never does because the individuals are really what make the show. 100%. It's, it's a storyline-based show. It's, it's like no matter what, even if I don't do drag, I could still watch Drag Race and still right. you know, um, um, relate to anybody. It doesn't matter. Speaking I of love which, so much. Are, is, are there any plans for the next season of Canada Drag Race happening anytime yeah they've announced it they're casting for it and we're just waiting to hear what when it's going to come out which is very exciting because maybe i get to crown somebody or maybe i'm going to be crowning myself yeah who knows are you going to walk on like like, grizabella in cats (laughs) oh i'm going to be pissed when i have to go back like it's the end this is it interesting they just they give it they give it all to you and they just take it right away. Take it away. Not fair. So they all had to perform. <laughs> I, I also love the final four episode because we always get a musical number. And I've had some favorite over the years. What were your favorite musical numbers? I mean, aside from yours, which was super, super fun. Um Thank you. Uh, I loved uh Read You Wrote You. I love Kitty Girl. Those are the all star ones. Yes. Yeah. Kitty Girl is um, my I favorite. I loved I loved uh, the uh, which one did Aquaria do? American, yeah, yeah. I am American, American, American. American. And Cameron yeah. and Eureka and Asia. Um, I loved um, the one that Brooke did, Queens Everywhere, uh-huh. and everyone. It's so funny, like whenever anybody gets a Rue track, they rap so fast. Everyone's like, "Come on, damn, like slow down," which is why. I loved this one because everybody did a mixture of fast and slow to show their personality. And also, if you go on my Instagram, you can hear my version of Lucky by RuPaul. Oh, Holla! And you, I remember sat- your final episode, in your final four episode, you sang. I did! I sang. Uh, whose verse out of the four was your favorite? I liked, I liked Got Mix. <laughs> Strong, very strong. Yeah, very strong. Yeah, and I like the animation that they put over it with the with the lyrics. I thought that was very clever. And they were all in kind of like individual lingerie pieces, like they were kind of in a Mary Widow like and uh, um, 
stockings and wigs. Like that seemed to be kind of a, a lingerie moment for all of them. Yeah, which I love. It was a Lady Marmalade of twenty. Yeah, so which God, is what we need. Yeah, Gottmik God was kind of this blue, and then Candy Muse came on with. Uh, was, she was yellow. She was giving us a yellow moment. And the set was. Or was it orange? Was it orange or yellow? It was yellow. It was yellow. And she was a lot of fun. I liked her verse a lot. I mean, it was fun seeing her in that black hair. Yeah, she's like gorgeous. Really, really flattering. Rose yeah. came out, and I felt had she had the most complicated Jamal Sims choreo yes it was so complicated but it looked so good on her and like once again like watching rose perform is truly a treat because it's just so entertaining to watch i like seeing somebody show their strength in something like okay yeah this is this is what i do and i'm gonna do it and then simone had kind of a slower rap um she was in orange right (laughs) oh my god colorblind she was in orange she was in an orange wig a kind of orange bob. I like Simone's rap. I like Got Mix and, and Simone's the, the best. I, I like Simone's because it had so much identity. She wasn't just trying to spit a rhyme. Mm-hmm. She was being Simone. And, and, and that's hard to capture sometimes when you're given somebody's, somebody else's track to mm-hmm. do a verse on. It's like, okay, well, how can I make this so unique to me even though it's someone else's song? So she understood the assignment. She did. And the biggest surprise for me, this... Uh, um this episode was when uh, Michelle asked Simone, what do you put on your skin to make it so shiny? And she said, baby oil. Yup. Yep, I didn't yep, expect yep. that. Do you ever have a fleshy moment on stage where you're not wearing stockings and you just come out with shiny, oily, glossed no, up legs? I like to pad, like, my, my body is like, I'm just like a hot dog with legs. <laughs> so I like to like, I like to pad and like give like a, a really like curvy fit, fit figure because it just, it adds to the... Je ne sais quoi of drag. Please me. welcome to the stage the human hot dog on legs, Priyanka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I've done photo shoots and stuff without stockings and just like a shave my legs and mm-hmm. stuff, and it just feels so weird to me. Like mm-hmm. I got to hand it to her, like just being bare legged. Like I don't know, like drag for me is like an armor and a costume and wow. like, all those pairs of tights and all that stuff. So for her to be like, I'm just going to come out. And just gonna put some baby oil on my leg and just turn the party. I'm like, you better work. And you're in the top four of Drag Race. Like, I thought the only way to do drag was wearing tights and hip pads. So, who cares now? She's just doing what she wants to do. If you were, if you were a drag queen, would you pad? Yeah, I'd want the shape. I think that's the whole thing. Like, I love it when queens are really good at that. Like, um, Juju B's shape is unimpeachable. Like, she comes out with that big round ass when she turns around. It's I love Juju Absolutely astonishing. I think it's 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 part of it. All all these queens seem to pad. Um, does Got Mick pad? She looks really skinny. Yup, those hips are big. Yeah, yeah. She was terrific. Rose pads, and they each had a great yep. great verse. And what was different this time was because of COVID, it was pre recorded. So I think they were kind of robbed of the live performance experience. Um. Yes and no. I think as a performer that likes perfection, filming it the way they filmed it was better mm. because they're pre they're pre recording it. So, but they still did it in one take. Yes. Would you have preferred to have done it um, on film? Your final four finale performance? No, I wouldn't say that. I liked I like doing you wear it well live because I'm such a live performer, mm-hmm. but like. Some of those girls aren't live performers. Like, I don't, I don't think, like, Gottmik would necessarily consider herself, like, a live performer. Um, How many takes did you or get? Or even Simone. Was it, was it just one take, or did you get numerous takes on it? 
Wouldn't you like to know? All right. You listen, you don't have to you, you don't have to tell everybody else, but you can tell me. I can tell you. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You'll never Well, listen, I'm I'm perfect the first take, so who cares? Take yeah, it. who cares? Print who it. cares? Why are we even having this discussion? So Why are we still talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> so we are going on to their final looks. And they all had to lip sync one at a time. I would love that. I would have loved to do that. That's what I do. You mm. go on the stage alone at the bar and you turn that song. And, and I think being able to perform alone, it's not a battle. It's just a performance. You right. get to do whatever you want. You get to fight for the crowd in the way that you would fight for the crowd without anybody else pulling focus. Hmm. I think this is great. I would have loved to perform alone on Canada's Drag Race. That's why I loved when Ginny Lemon left... Sister, sister on stage with Drag Race UK Series 2. I was like, oh, you get to like just have your moment. You just get to do what what you want to do. And, yeah, we, and have we know I have an opinion about Ginny Lemon leaving and it's not a positive one. I just kind of like... I'm, it's not a good one. I'm still bothered by it. Um, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool that they all got to do it and you got to see all of their individual styles up close. Now let's look, uh, let's talk about the final looks because that's, this is really the moment you've been waiting for. Got Mick came out in this kind of Dalmatian, uh, number. She had a very high, uh, poofy wig and the sides almost looked like French poodle ears. And then, um, she was in like a spotted Cruella de Vil gown and she continued the theme with, um, the spots on her face. This look is the perfect way to do like finale eleganza when you're not someone who actually wears a lot of gowns. And there's a detail on this that I love so much. She put her eye hole is like her skin color. Her cheek has skin and her chest has one like skin color dot on it with her her arms are showing. Yes. And that's the perfect way of getting away with not painting your arms white and be like, well, why why does not everything not match? Because she has all the cutouts at the side. Yeah, it's like I have skin color here, skin color here, and skin color here. My arms are out, so it's cohesive with my look. So don't clock me for having full white everywhere, which I love. I think if if you're not a gown person, this is a way to take a gown and make it your own. When and you talk to her smart... next, will you find out where she got all her looks from? Because they're they've been impeccable all season long. Does she have a team? Does she belong to a house that puts her gowns together? Because she's had one memorable look after another. I loved the trench coat one with all the watches. And the watch dress, I loved. Yeah, um, I love the safety pin hat. The safety pin hat with the with the blood droplet at the very end. I mean, um, yeah. So this is a great like, you know, bef- right before the finale look for her for her to try to get into to the finale because at this point they didn't know if it was gonna be a top four or not. Next up, we have Candy Muse. What do you think of this look? Um, the cheese might stand alone on this one. I I I like the dress but I don't I don't know if I liked it on her and I didn't quite understand it. Like was it a costume? Are you supposed to be like Daphne from Scooby Doo because she came out with the purple with the piping on the dress and the big red wig. So I didn't I don't know, what am I not getting here? No, I I I think that in Candy World this look makes a lot of sense. All right. So it's good to see her bring her her drag and the way that she wants to wear it. It's its really a personal thing for me. I'm like, I personally don't like lo- love it because I don't see myself wearing it. Mm-hmm. But for Candy, I think it's kind of cool. Like, I, I like the big hoopy sleeve. Like, I like how, like, colorful it is. It, 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 it's, it's Candy's personality in an outfit. Is it my favorite? No. 
Is it my favorite of candies? No, but do I see this look on candy? Yes. Yes. I, let, let's talk, I'll talk Bang. about the things that I like. I do like the yeah. construction. I like this um, kind of almost kind of shiny, gossamer, gauzy moment up front with with the corset. And um, the construction of it is, is super, super nice. Like I said, I, I like the dress. I don't necessarily love it on candy. The, also, I didn't like that little loop, the little yellow loop at the top. But that's, we're nitpicking now. I just didn't think ideally that went with um, the, uh, the look. But I've been really impressed with... Candy's uh, like fashion geometry, yeah. and she knows what to wear. She knows how to build yeah, for that she shape. She knows how to. I mean, she's come out in a lot of stuff um, that has made her look absolutely terrific. Yeah, I think that like her fashion sense. This is a this is this is a weird look. I I, I can agree with everybody that's thinking it, mm-hmm. but I I just think that like you are right. Like throughout this season, she has truly turned look after look Mm -hmm. after look and has served it it's so impressive to me so good on you sis yeah really good unexpected stuff like the fascinator moment when she came out with that weird kind of baby doll dress and she had muse on her head um i loved her beyonce moment when she came out i have a lot of respect for candy as an artist and i know that she's the one who's been trolled the most on rupaul's drag race and i want to address that just for a second you, all of you queens are such fierce people and personalities, and you've overcome so much. You've overcome, you, you've dealt with racism, you've dealt with homophobia, you've dealt with transphobia. Um, everybody's had uh, uh, a lot of mountains that they have climbed and conquered in order to get on the show. Another obstacle shouldn't have to be being trolled online by the fans. I don't think that's fair. No. I don't think it's in, in brand with the show. So if you're listening right now and you're enjoying the podcast, I want you to tweet something that you absolutely love about your favorite queen. Tweet something about oh, Priyanka. I love that. Tweet something about Priyanka that you absolutely enjoy or appreciate and then keep doing that till it becomes a habit. And if you, if you, I think there are ways to express opinions without making it personal, without being cruel and awful. Just, just take into consideration the journey that the queens have, have taken in order to get to this place and have a little more respect. That's it. Have a little more respect. That was me being a dad. That was me being a dad. Up next, we have Rosé. So this look, I'm going to say that... I love that she is repping her heritage because drag is a really great outlet to show how proud you are to be who you are. And I feel like this is, she felt so beautiful in this and with her ginger hair and, and the plaid and, and all that stuff. And I think that it was a really great moment for her to pay homage to where she came from and, and to show people like her that she's proud to be who she is, which is a, a lot of queens, you know, don't tap into that. So it, it's cool that she did. The look could be better. The hair could be better. Right. This is not a, This is not like going into the finale look for me, but it is a pretty look, and, and she looks pretty in it and is an undeniable star. So Here's my problem with it. <laughs> I like the look. I think the proportions are off. Rosé has a beautiful body. Like, you've seen her. She served body adi adi this season. Certainly in the, in the singing challenge, in the, in the uh, lucky video, you really see that her proportions are right on, and it's very flattering. This kind of seems to make her look wider 
in a way that yeah. I don't think is ideal. Like it, the waist is cinched. Could it be cinched more? There just seems to be a preponderance of fabric that makes her look wider than she actually is. Um, I like the wet length of the wig. I don't mind the wig. Um, could it be shaped more? I feel like because it's the finale, your, your standards are way up there. Like, remember when the Vivian came out in UK Drag Race season one at the very end? I was like, okay, that's a finale look. Because she looked like she was going to the Oscars. Yep. You know? Yes, exactly. It's yeah. really kind of, you know, but who knows? I mean, by the time you get to that that last episode, you guys must be so exhausted. But... Being tired doesn't get you the crown, so it who cares? It doesn't. All right. Uh, and then last but not least, speaking of the Oscars, because she looks like she's going to go accept an award, we have Simone. I love this dress. This look is a 10 out of motherfucking 10 to me. I love it. I love the color. I love that she has these kimono sleeves that look like two more additional ball gowns. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're so big. It looks like there she has two other dresses on her arms. The proportions are absolutely beautiful that long sleeve was really unexpected but it does seem like it seems like an oscar dress i love the corn the bejeweled cornrow wig i love that yeah, i think very, it's it's it very is, good touch it is fabulous she kind of takes street culture and ups it up like she's been doing that this whole season every time she comes out in the runway i'm excited and that's that's a great quality to have in a queen i totally agree and now for the first time ever on the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, we are going to rate RuPaul's look this week. Alec, okay. what do you think of Miss RuPaul? And now don't forget, she signed the check. <laughs> so what do you think uh, of this look? <laughs> she's been experimenting a lot with hemlines. She loves hemlines. She loves showing legs. I think, I feel like she's shown more leg this season. Like she knows what she, it, like it's, it's math at this point to her and the team about what's going to look good and what isn't. She seldom makes a false move on the runway. The hair is high. It's like a perfect moon around so a, beautiful. a moon fro, which is beautiful. And this, this metallic kind of ice skating dress is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I can't tell what the fabric is. Like it looks like a cut up notebook Atlas thing. It looks like a, it looks like a paper dress in, in the in the best way possible. I yes. love a silver belt. Um, I love the giant afro. I love it. I yeah. love it. And I'm not just saying that. This is a good. This is a good RuPaul look. I love when RuPaul shows legs because it's like, it's like, breathed fresh air into her. So when she comes on stage, I'm like, oh, she's showing legs today. She is showing Naomi Smalls leg. is shaking. I love it. I love it so much. Um, I think her gowns are still uh, designed by Zaldi, single name designer mm-hmm. who's been designing her gowns. For a really long time, she when she talk about when I talk about proportions, RuPaul and her team are experts at this. They're really, really. I totally agree. absolutely. So, um, uh, big surprise! Spoiler alert! In five, four, three, two, one, nobody was sent home. <gasps> nobody was sent home, which means all of them get to go to the grand finale. And you know what? I just want to say something about this episode. It was so good. It was good. So many great moments. The interviews, the dance challenge, them talking to their younger selves, which makes me boohoo cry. Always. Like I like, <laughs> like it, it's like uncontrollably. What did like, you say I to your younger I self? I said just be gay. That was that's where my marks uh, come from. I was like, and just 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 be gay. And Michelle Massage was like, You're right. Yep, be gay. I would, I would and, say you don't, know, there was... don't take quaaludes or wear parachute pants. You'll just you'll regret both. 
Yeah, have, don't do that. You'll have many struggles. Here's one of them you're going to have. <laughs> <laughs> and one day you'll become a grandmother to an ungrateful drag queen from Canada. She never calls. And you're going to regret it. <laughs> she never calls. She calls Dot Mint constantly. Calls. But I never hear from my granddaughter, yeah. Priyanka. That's fine. Don't Don't mind me. I'll just sit here in the dark. I don't need a thing. Now, usually we read, we read a question from uh, one of the fans on the program. Do you have any questions today? Yes, I do, honey. Pull it up, pulling up, pulling up, pulling it up, pulling it up. Folks, Listening. if you um, uh, DM us or, 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 or write a question out for either Priyanka or Alec Mappa on Twitter, and we read your uh, question on the air, you will get a fabulous prize from World of Wonder. World of Wonder, we've been giving out this uh, pin that says uh, Charisma, and it's so cute. It's a little pink metallic pin, and if we uh, pick your question on the program, you'll get one in the mail from us. And it doesn't matter where you are. Uh, two of last week's winners were both um, in faraway lands. One was in Brazil, and one was in the UK. Isn't that interessant? Interestant. Okay, so this question comes from Only Angel Zamo. Zamo. Okay. The question is, what would the name of your own song be called? That's a great question. That's a great question. As you all know, Lucky is now available on iTunes uh, and any streaming service ever if you want to get it. So, Alec, if you were to have your own single on iTunes, what would it be called? It would be what called would be um, Not in the Face. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that at all. I think it, it's, a, it's a memorable title. I think it's, it's, it's graphic. And uh, it says it all. Not in the Face, the dance remix. I'm the dance, the Thunder Puss extended remix. <laughs> don't you have, don't you already have an existing track of some kind? You already have a single. Yes, I have two singles. I have one called Say My Name, of course. I have one called You Look So Good. And my, my cover of Watermelon Sugar is on iTunes. On iTunes. And I'm releasing two more covers and then a whole album at the end of May. So you better sing. Girl. I'm going to be better, really corny for a second. Sing. I'm really proud of you. When I see your stuff, when I see when I when you post a video and everything, I'm I'm very proud of you. Thank you. That's that all. A lot, you know. That's all. It's hard. It's like you put so much work into a project, and this is kind of like how Drag Race goes too. You do all this work to get on the show, and then you do all this work to do the show, and 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 then you put on a project, and you're kind of like on to to, to the next. So all you, what you, you can hope is that the content that you're posting, people are seeing it and they're liking it, and it's making them happy because that's what drag is all about—making people happy. Making people happy. So remember that when you're talking about the queens online, you're talking to you're talking about somebody who's had a very tough journey to get to where they are. So just uh, mm -hmm. re remember to be considerate. Um, you have another question. Oh, um, this person, only Angel Zamo, don't forget to DM Priyanka your mailing address to get your prize in the mails. In the mails. Uh, also, this other question from Just Jan NYC. Who do you think is going to take the crown for season 13? Who do you think is going to take the crown? I, I have my own opinions. Um, I'd be interested in hearing yours. <laughs> I think they might do a tie. I think they're going to crown me. <laughs> Season 13. No one thought about The winner about. is a hot dog with legs from Canada, Priyanka. Priyanka. And everyone's like, okay. 
cool. <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> like, I obviously want, like, Gottmik to win because Gottmik's a friend, but... I, I I would be happy to see that crown on anyone's head. All four of these girls are going to have monstrous careers after this. Mm-hmm. So whoever the winner is, each of them have a statement. Each of them have a voice. Each of them have a movement that, that they can lead. And, and I think that's what it's all about. The fact that all four of them are out there representing. But I'm Team Gottmik or Team Simone for sure. I agree. Um, I am Team Gottmik, Team Simone. But I agree in that I'd be happy with anybody at this point. That is the God's yeah. honest truth. Um, they all have fantastic futures ahead of them, and they're all super talented queens. You know what? Um, this this season might go on for another ten episodes. Who knows? And it's it's not over till I say it's over. Yeah, yeah. I if like next week, like the entire cast could come back, all thirteen queens, and say we're starting over again. We're just gonna start over again. And and, and honestly, Alec, next week is the reunion special. So <gasps> all queens will be back, and they are reuniting to talk about the tea, the drama, the fights. Was Tamisha Amon robbed? What happened to Joey J? What's up with Elliot with two T's? What's gonna happen? Why is Priyanka here? Who invited her? <laughs> it's all gonna be happening next week, and Alec and I are gonna be talking about it next Wednesday. That's right, as well, and discussing the tea, the gossip, also. So, don't forget that RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under premieres on May 1st. That's right. My birth month. And the, the teaser for Drag Race España has dropped, so go look oh, for I it. can't wait. Go buy music from the Frock Destroyers. Support gay people and just be gay, Alec. How many times just does it tell gay. you? Be gay on social media. Where can people find you at your socials, Priyanka? Find me on Twitter at the Queen Pri, Instagram the Queen Priyanka, TikTok the Queen Priyanka, or on Facebook just the Queen Priyanka. Find me, call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Yeah. How about you, Alec? Where can people find you? You can find me at Alec Mop on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you can also listen to my mental health podcast, Alec Mappa Hot Mess with Matthew Dempsey, psychotherapist. Uh, Priyanka was a, a, a guest recently, and she was absolutely candid and lovely talking yes, about. Yes, it's her. out this week. Yeah, it's out this week. Yes, I'm there. So, uh, I'm there. And, and of course, <laughs> you can find the both of us, your favorite Asian queens. Spread Asian yes. love, spreading Asian love on the official <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. We love you. We will see you next week to discuss the finale or the reunion or whichever comes first. The reunion. <laughs> Bye, you guys. Bye, everybody. This has been a World of Wonder production.